0: We are live. Oh yeah, macho man Randy Savage. Sorry, I had to do my impression of the good good old Randy Savage. May he rest in peace. So... Let me get situated here. Uh, So let's... uh, Man, I don't even know what we're going to talk about. I haven't done this for a while. So I wanted to give everybody an update on Misha. So today is Sunday, November 29th, 2020. Over a week ago, I had posted about Misha. Um, About contacting them because I had sent out a tweet and that was on a Friday that they responded. I emailed them and asked them, why are they mandating our kids go to the doctor with no signs and or symptoms? I've got nothing from them. I thought maybe they wanted to resolve this a little faster, but I guess not. Um, for those of you that do listen, I'm assuming that you are aware of, or I'm assuming that you're from around the Bates County area. And what's going on around us? Well, um, I think most of us know by now that Rich Hill School is closed for Monday and Tuesday, which is... Uh, the 30th, and I'm going to be honest with you, I can't remember if there's 31 days. No, I believe that would be the 1st of December. So, with that, um, I think I think Adrian's opening back up. I think Hume is opening back up, and I believe Miami is opening back up. So let's, in fact, since we're talking about Misha and we're talking about COVID and we're talking about some of the schools around here that have been closed due to COVID, um, let's talk about this evil word, COVID. What does that entail? Let's, well, let's break it down. Because COVID is. A virus. Everybody knows that. It's evil. It's nasty. It's this. It's that. All of the above, right? And I am no doctor and I'm no expert. And I'm going to... When I tell you guys something, it's um, I like for it to be facts. So, that's how I am. You know, I don't try to persuade you to... If you're a person that doesn't wear their mask To wear their mask when they go out in public Or if you're a person that wears their mask I don't try to persuade you not to wear your mask I'm about the facts And this is what I do know about COVID That it's a virus, right? And viruses come and go (laughs) Where they stay and you know we deal with them because we have vaccinations, um, or cures, or you know whatever. The research that I have done is: does if you can remember, SARS. SARS was a virus. Oh man, I can't remember. Back in two thousand um, six, I think. I think it was six or eight. Um, Don't quote me on that, but it was around in the early 2000s. SARS was around for, I think, around a year. It might have been a little less than that. might have been a little more than that. But let's just say around a year. And then it disappeared. It just fell off the face of the planet. From From what I gathered, from what I read, that it just went away. It was gone. And it's like, oh, there was no cure for that. There was no cure for SARS. And it went away. Just somehow went away. And then earlier this year, we come up with this COVID-19. And the SARS It's actually from the same strand of virus as SARS, and that's where it gets the 19. Um, So I think from what I read is that we've seen this some sort of this virus before. We end up going into a pandemic, right? We shut down businesses. We shut down schools. We shut down courthouses. We shut down an entire nation. An entire nation. And I keep telling everybody 98%. Why are we freaking out over 98%? 98% Let that sink in. Let that sink in. Because all we're doing is focusing on the 2%. Right? You get where I'm going with this? We're focusing on the 2%. I don't care if you wear a mask, I don't care if you do wear a mask Sometimes I wear a mask, sometimes I don't It's just My issue is we're focusing on The 2% and not the 98% And everybody, everybody comes out and says Well there's a lot of deaths Okay, there is There is The flu season kills a lot of people every year. I don't see us quarantining for that. I don't see us shutting down businesses for that. I don't see us shutting down a nation during flu season because people are going to catch the flu. flu, And they're going to carry it to somebody else and they're going to get the flu. And then they're going to die. I don't see that. But with the coronavirus, we think that we need to shut down the country. Or schools. Like there was a a Facebook post about, oh, something on the lines of um, Bates County only cares about something. I don't know. Or the schools only care about something. I can't remember off the top of my head, but they're basically insinuating that the... School should shut down. I have an issue with that. And here are my issues with that. First issue. Is that you want to shut down a school over 2%. You don't shut it down during the flu season. Why are we shutting it down now? Right? You want to shut down this school for your own benefit, maybe. I don't know. So my second issue with shutting down the school is what happens to the kids that are struggling in a class or two classes or three classes? or well, they're a kid that was like me when I was younger. And they have to go every day to retain the information that's being taught to them. It just doesn't come natural to some kids that when a teacher says 2 plus 2 is 4, that it's going to sink into that kid. They're going to sit there and be like, what? I don't don't understand. I don't understand why 2 plus 2 is 4. There's kids like that. I don't understand that 3 times 2 is 6. You know, I don't I don't get the ratification of the US Constitution. Like it doesn't make sense to me. So, we want to pull kids out that are struggling to do what? Yeah. We talk about Google Zoom or Duo or or whatever it is that the schools are using. Microsoft Teams or um, whatever it is, you know, that the school has in place to go online. I might be able to see this working if they hold it like a regular class, meaning that every kid is there at the time that they're supposed to be there and the teacher is doing a live online class Breaking it down for them. I might be able to see that. But then these kids that are struggling, what's their home life like? Do they have internet? Do their parents care enough to make them get on the computer? Do their parents care enough for the well-being of their kid to ask the teachers, like, hey, is my kid okay? Is he struggling? And these are... Reasons why I don't think that the school should shut down. I really don't. There are preventive measures that you can ensure that the, the it would help the school from not shutting down. And that's where everybody wears a mask. That to where if I'm sitting next to John Doe over here and he catches... COVID and test positive for it I don't have to quarantine yeah that helps and then you got these gurus that are wanting to talk about sports I'm a sports guy just FYI I love my sports but bigger than sports is education Some people won't understand what I'm about to say. Some people it will click with. And some people will be like, "Mm, I kind of agree with it, but I really don't agree with it. And that's okay. We're all entitled to our own opinions, right? So this is my issues with people that say, well, we don't have school, but we're going to go practice sports. Or we're going to hold a game on on a certain night. Well, technically, if you're online, you are at school. So, technically, it's just like you're in school. Secondly, these kids, depending on on their age, whether it's 5th grade or 6th grade or 4th grade, 7th grade, all the way to 12th grade, have already been quarantined last spring. Some of them missed out on their junior year of track, softball, baseball. Went through all summer. Some of them have got to play football and volleyball and they've started basketball and whatever other uh, sports that you may have at your school for the fall. I don't I don't know that I know around here we have volleyball football and I think that's it so the mental state of these kids is should also play an important factor of how we kind of make a decision on canceling a game or the season Why do I say that? Because some of these kids go to school to play sports. Think about what I just said. They go to school to play, to play sports. They get out of their house to play sports. That may or may not be the only thing that they're good at. It's reality. And especially in 2020 when we are in a sports world right now. But regardless that we're in a sports world, the mental health, mental awareness of these kids is more important than quarantining the kids. That should play a factor in it. You know why are they going to school some of them like to read and some of them like to like the school some of them some of them like to go because their friends are there some of them it's because of sports they excel in volleyball where they excel in basketball they excel in football they may excel in band and we're canceling band things band activities. So, these are the issues that I have with canceling a school to go online. Now you're taking away, one, them interacting with their friends. Two, getting to interact with the teachers, whether whether they like it or not. Some of them may hate school, but they, they do enjoy walking in that building because there may be an upperclassman that they look forward to seeing. Maybe a friend they look forward to seeing. It may be a teacher that they look forward to seeing. But we wa- most of us want to focus on the 2% and say, shut down the school. Shut down the school. And I ask you, what does that do? Shutting down the school... What does that do for your child? Or do you even have a child in play? Are you the one that's saying shut down the school and all your kids are grown? Are you the one saying shut down the the school and your kid doesn't play sports? Are you the one that's saying shut down the school and you're not at home during the day? Because you're at work. These are things that have to be considered in play. When a school decides to cancel class for the day. Or not, I'm sorry, not cancel class, but go to the online learning environment. And I'll tell you this, when a school decides to cancel school and go to virtual online school, how many parents are going to be mad? Probably all of you. Just like the other half is going to be mad because we're not shutting down school. So it's like a toss-up. How do you please these people, but how do you please these people? Is there even a middle? Is there a middle ground that states, hey, what if we do this? To be honest with you, I don't think there is a middle ground. There could be, but I don't think there is. So, is there any other negatives of canceling school? We've talked about um, the kids. We've talked about the two percent. Uh, we've talked about the uh, some of the kids' structure at home. I just, I don't, I don't see a positive to shutting down the school. The only. Thing that I would say that if you have to shut down the school. Would be because you can't find substitutes. You can't find enough substitutes. Then. I'd be like alright well. We got a lot of teachers out. We got a lot of faculty out. We got to shut down. And, and. Come up with another game plan. Shutting down the school. Is not the solution. It's 2020, people. In 2030, those kids that are mm, 15 now, 14, you know, all the way up to the senior class, what's it going to be like for them in 10 years? When we shut down school and they can't do simple math or problem solving they can't do simple finances they can't find a job because you know they missed their whole sophomore and junior season so things that we need to to think about Like, how is this going to affect us in 10 years, 15 years, if we start shutting down school for half the year, you know? Um, Let's say, I would say it's a sensitive subject. Very sensitive subject. You're not going to please everybody. And... I think everybody that gets upset that we're in school kind of needs to take a step back and like, well, it's for the kids. It's for the kids. Like everything that we do as a community, everything that we do as a school, we should have the best interest of the kids in mind. Not your personal agenda, not the per- principal's personal agenda, or the secretaries, or the superintendents. It should be 100% the best interest to each and every child that goes to that individual school. It should have nothing to do with you having a personal agenda. Wherever, wherever that may lie, whether you are a history teacher or a math teacher, principal, superintendent, secretary, bus driver, board member, I think that those are the, the things that we need to realize that to take a step in the right direction it needs to be about every child in that school, not just your child, not just your best friend's child, like, like my circle is only my kids and anybody I'm related to. No, it's every child that enters that building. So we... We don't close down the school we don't cancel any sporting events we don't cancel the season of any sporting events how do we maintain proper sanit- sanitization um i think one way to be to enforce if you're enforcing the mask at school where all the kids and all the teachers and janitors and principals and superintendents and secretaries are wearing masks, then it's only beneficial and it's only right that everybody that steps into that building wears a mask. If you expect your kids to follow the rules of the school and everybody that enters that school to follow them that works there, you as a citizen of that community should abide by those rules and wear a mask. It's kind of like there's no smoking in in the school, right? Back when I grew up, there was no smoking. They had a lounge and everybody knew they smoked there. I mean, you could smell it. But the teachers never did it like in their classroom or out in the open. Parents never did it in the school. They always had to go outside of the school. And with that, I think that needs to apply to everything that we do. If you're telling the kids that there's no tobacco, smokeless tobacco, and there's no cigarettes on on grounds of the school, that needs to be applied to the parents as well. And I say that, And I use smokeless tobacco, but I would obey by that. I started, I started thinking about that. Like there's, there's times that I go into the school and I've got dip in my mouth and I'm like, well, how, how is that? Okay. Because I think, I can't remember, but I think I've seen some, some post, uh, some post, I say post, some signs on the school that says something about tobacco. I can't remember. And uh, I was like, man, I have failed. That's something that I need to work on. Like As I'm walking in the door, I need to stop. I need to check myself. Do I have any dip in my pockets? Do I have any dip in my mouth? And if I do, get rid of it. If that means leaving my dip in the truck, then that's what that means. And does that account for the football field? Does that account for the basketball court? Like the coaches during basketball or during track? I don't know if any around here. I don't know if any coaches dip or smoke, but it's just something to think about. So I'm going to wrap it up. Um, I appreciate you guys listening. Hopefully there's some insight. Um, For those of you around here that listen, thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, Muscle Brigade, if you're um, listening I know I need to start putting this at the beginning of my message. Uh start, but anyways, if you're listening and you want to be involved with muscle brigade and doing the toy drive or adopting the family, you can reach me at musclebrigade at gmail.com. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram, Muscle Brigade28. I'm on Twitter. Uh Twitter, I believe it's Muscle Brigade 28 as well. I'm on Facebook. You can those of you around here know my name which i think and muscle brigade is actually has my name on it i'm on facebook i got a couple different facebooks because back in the day i created two or three or four accounts for dumb reasons playing games but <laughs> anyways um or if there's something that you would like to see for muscle brigade please reach out let me know um I'm here for the community. I'm here to help in whichever way I can. Um, I've told that to the principal, the superintendent. I've told that to the mayor of our lovely town and the board members. Like, what, If you need people to be out in the community and dig ditches by hand, let me know. I'll be the first one out there as a community, not as a board member, not as the mayor, but as a community to let people know, like, hey, I'm serious. We can't do this alone. We only do this as a community, A community brings togetherness with a strong foundation in the community and the school is going to make us a lot tighter. So with that, um, I'm going to also say that I have questioned the school board and I have questioned uh, people that work at the school. it's what we do. Um, I didn't feel that it was right. I questioned it. I went to the principal, I went to the superintendent, I talked to them. Well, I talked to the principal in person, the superintendent, I only talked to on the phone. And then I went in front of the board and I talked to the board and let them know my concerns. So that's what we do. Like, you just, you know, you keep you start at the lowest level. And then you don't get any resolve, then you take it to the next level If you don't feel like you got any resolve there, then you take it to the next level You know, it's kind of what I'm doing with Misha like, I just want, I want them to answer me on why they think it's okay for us to send our kids to the doctors When some of the kids may not be able to afford it But anyways, I still wait for that Misha email I'm wrapping up on my time, so I'm going to get off here and I have to go check my ribs. So again, thank you all for your support. Thank you for listening. And with that, I'm going to sign off here and this is Muscle Brigade signing off.